Welcome to the Embrace Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Crocker. I am an experienced trainer and active life professional. I work with people who are struggling with nagging pain to get back to the activities they love without fear of re-injury. This podcast is here to educate and provide value to you on all things health, fitness, staying active, and personal development. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to the first podcast episode. This has been a long time coming for me. I have been wanting to start a podcast for a couple of years now, and I just haven't done it, but now's the time. So I'm really excited to share all of this with you and just have another platform to provide free value and for more people to be able to hear more in depth about what I do. And because I'm mainly on Instagram and there's only so much I can say there because of the platform and we all have attention spans uh, of like a flea. And so sometimes it can be difficult to fully understand or for me to explain what I do. So this is gonna be another platform for me to provide you guys educational value uh, for me to interview past clients, colleagues, um, some of my mentees that I work with. Uh, because I know a lot of people in the space and I want to give them a space to share their story. And so I'm really excited about that. Um, What you can expect from this podcast is exactly that. I might have some solo episodes where I jam out on a certain topic. So that's kind of what it's going to be. The first couple of episodes is going to be a bit of an intro episode so you guys can get to know me and how I got to where I am in the first place. So this first episode that you're listening to now, it's going to be me talking through how did I become a coach? How did I get here? Why did I become a coach in the first place? And then in the episode two, I'm going to talk specifically about what is an active life professional and why I work with the type of clientele I work with now, because that deserves its own episode. But before I get to that, it's really important to me that you understand where I came from and why I do this work in the first place. So growing up, I was always active. I grew up in the dance world. And if you know anything about dance or performing arts uh it's a tough it's a tough sport i would say it is a sport it's hard work um and so from a very young age i was always very conscious of my body conscious of what my body looked like because i was in a leotard and tights all day around girls all the time and especially in my high school years well really as young as eighth grade, I can remember thinking I was fat. (laughs) And now I laugh at that because I was literally like a size zero or a size two or something. And I was self-conscious of my body already. Um, And that's really important to note because my teenage years shaped why I got into this industry in the first place. So in my 
teenage years in high school, I really struggled with food. I really struggled with my relationship with food, with what my body looked like. I was overly obsessed with being skinny and uh, restricting food, making sure I didn't eat too much. I was scared to eat carbs. I was scared of a lot of foods. I was scared to go to social events where there would be food because I thought that like food equal I would get fat, <laughs> which I know is crazy. Like now knowing what I know, I know that's crazy, but that is my was my mindset growing up. And I would do things like do burpees after eating a meal or go and run four miles after I'd eaten a meal because I felt guilty for eating. And so there was definitely some disordered thoughts around food and exercise. And I was just obsessed with being skinny. Like I remember going to the gym for like two hours and I would do, you know, those group fitness classes and I would just run myself into the ground and then I would go and like overeat food later that night because I hadn't been fueling myself enough for that. Um, And so that was my life for... I would say most of my teen years. It was really hard. I really struggled a lot. And let's fast forward till I am 21 years old. At this point, I had recently stopped dancing. Uh, After high school, I was in a professional dance company for a year. Uh, But after that, I had moved back home and I was like, okay, what am I going to do now that I'm not dancing six hours a day? (laughs) In terms of my fitness, I was like, I know I need to exercise, but like, I didn't know what to do. I would go to the gym, get on the machines. I knew I maybe needed to lift weights, but I didn't know how. And I think that's the case for a lot of women. And then there was a CrossFit gym that opened up really close to where I was living. And I Googled this CrossFit thing and I was like, I saw all these pictures of games athletes. The girls were strong and muscular and like they could do really cool things. And I had always had the body type of being more muscular. Even though I was a dancer, I was never a super skinny ballerina. So I've definitely always had a more athletic body. I've always more easily put on muscle. And now I love that about myself, but I was self-conscious about that growing up because I was around all these ballerinas that were sticks. Um, so anyways, I was like, you know what? I think I could probably be good at this CrossFit thing. And I went and I tried a class and I loved it right away. It was different than I, anything I had done. Uh, these people were lifting weights. The girls were doing pull-ups. They were lifting heavy barbells. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is awesome. And for the first time in my whole life, I wanted to be strong as possible and not as small as possible. I was like, what do I have to do to get good at strength training? What do I have to do to get good at CrossFit? Because this is fun. And so really right from the start, I knew that I wanted to give this CrossFit thing a try. And I kind of had a feeling I'd want to be a trainer. I had always been interested in fitness and exercise. I just didn't know how to go about doing that. But then once I started CrossFit, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is the arena I want to spend time in. And so I got my CrossFit level one a year after I had been doing CrossFit. And that was my entry into training people and coaching people. At this time, I was 22 years old. 
Um, and I started from there. I started coaching group classes. I started hanging around the gym. I started shadowing people. I wanted to learn how to coach. And so I did that coaching CrossFit group class for a solid five years. I was coaching at multiple gyms. I was also teaching dance at the time. So I'm like teaching a, teaching dance. I'm coaching CrossFit. I also have another job because CrossFit does not pay very well for just group classes. And so did that for a solid five years. And along that journey, I would say a couple years into coaching people, um, I got a nutrition coach for myself because I really wanted to learn about food. I finally wanted to know like, how do I eat in a sustainable way? Like, how do I feel my body? I want to put on muscle mass. I want to be strong. How do I do this? So I got a nutrition coach for myself. And that was one of the best things I ever did because I learned so much. I actually started to learn about what food was made up of protein, carb, and fat. And the more that I learned that these macronutrients were like, one is not bad. Like they just all do different things. And it's about a balance of the three. And the more that I learned about food, the less I feared it. People say that knowledge is power. And I 1000% agree with this because the more that I learned, the less fearful I became. And now I did have periods where, you know, I took that to the extreme and I was like too obsessive for a while. But overall, I think it was so helpful for me to understand like, wow, like this food thing is powerful. Like we can use food as fuel and it can make us strong. And like, I feel better when I fuel myself properly. (laughs) No kidding, right? And once like once I started eating enough, it was like, I felt like I was on some kind of drug in the gym (laughs) in the best way. Like I had so much energy. I was like, wow, I can get through workouts so much better. I am recovering better. I am lifting heavier weights. Like it was crazy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to learn. I need to learn how to coach people in nutrition too, because it made such a difference. So I got my nutrition coaching certification from Precision Nutrition at this time. And I was like, I want to start coaching people in nutrition. So I started coaching people in nutrition as well. People at the gym, really like anybody who would let me, I really wanted to coach them. And I believe I started charging people at like $50 a month or something crazy, but I wanted to get experience. Um, And I just loved that for so many years. And, um, Let's see, at this point, this was like 2017-ish, I took a break from coaching in-person group classes because I had gotten burnt out with not making any money. And I was getting frustrated by feeling like I wasn't fully helping people in the group class setting. And I will talk about this more in episode two, but like, Someone was always coming in with some type of shoulder pain, knee pain, back pain, or like, why are these cues I'm giving this person for their squat, like not working and they're still moving poorly. And I felt like there was something missing. I was like, just getting frustrated. 
I was coaching like 15 to 20 classes a week. Like it was just a lot. And I was like, I'm going to take a break from this kind of regroup. And I'm just going to focus on nutrition coaching. And so that's what I did. I got a job with a nutrition coaching company and I started working remotely just with people on nutrition. And I learned so much during those few years. I had the opportunity to coach literally hundreds of people through nutrition and I helped people No, I didn't just throw macros at them. I really dove deep into their relationship with food, education, like why do you believe you can only eat this amount of food? Like why are carbs actually important? And like I discovered that there's so much mindset work involved in coaching as well. And I think that can sometimes be a missing piece in some coaches approach, but it was one of the cornerstones in my approach because that is how people make lasting change. It's not just about eat this, not that. It's not just about eat this amount of food. It's about really learning the why behind like why you're doing what you're doing. I want to teach you how to eat for the rest of your life and not just slap you a meal plan because that doesn't change your life at all. A meal plan is just another diet. Like I want you to not need a coach forever and be able to navigate nutrition confidently on your own because of what you learned when we worked together. That was my approach with nutrition. And I uh, loved that too. And so anyways, let's see here. So we're at the 2020 time point here. Um, And at this time, obviously, COVID happened, but I was already working remotely. So honestly, that didn't change me too much. Uh, Like it impacted some people. So I already was lucky in that way. I was already working remotely, but I had a major injury. I I ended up breaking my ankle. And this was my first major injury that I had dealt with in my whole life. And um, that was a pivotal moment for me. Because it wasn't just that, oh, I broke my ankle. It was like, it led me down a path to where I am today. And I'm so grateful that that happened. Because if it would not have happened, I don't know where I would be right now. And anyways, so throughout having my own major injury, I ended up having to have ankle surgery. I went to physical therapy. And then when I was done with physical therapy... You know, for me, I believe I went for four to six weeks. And then once I could, like, walk without my crutches, you know, hobbling, um, they were like, okay, you're cleared, you're good to go. Just just ease back into it. And you have to understand, before I broke my ankle, I was strength training hard, like, four times a week. Okay, I was used to lifting heavy barbells. I was hip thrusting like 300 pounds, back squatting over 200 pounds. Like, I love strength training. And for me, for them to say, oh, just ease back into it when I could like barely walk. I'm like, what the heck? What what do you mean? Like, what am I supposed to do? And I was shocked at what I was dealing with. And you know, at this time, I had been working in the fitness industry for seven years now, and I had, you know, 
all this training experience under my belt, like coaching clients, seeing people move. And yet I didn't know what to do with myself after physical therapy. I couldn't go back to the gym and work out like I normally would before my injury. Um, And I knew that if I went to like a CrossFit style gym, they wouldn't know what to do with me either. They would just know how to scale. But I needed to like actually solve my problem and make sure I didn't get re-injured because that recovery process was so, so difficult. One of my worst fears at this point was to break my other ankle and to have to go through it again. And I did not want that to happen. I was like, I will do anything to just make sure this does not happen again. And so that led me down a path of finding this company called Active Life, who they had remote coaching and they worked with clients who specifically are, are dealing with injuries. Maybe they got released from physical therapy or they've just been dealing with a nagging pain, but their coaches specifically work with people like that. And so I knew like, this is what I need after physical therapy. Like I know that I need to work with somebody here. And then I started looking more into the company and what they did. And I saw that they have coaching education. And this was immediately interesting to me (laughs) because I was like, oh my gosh, if I could learn how to do this, I could help so many people who are in my position. If I have been working in the fitness industry for seven years at this point and I didn't know how to solve my problem, imagine how many other people and like gen pop people also have this problem, but nobody can help them. And it was like a flashback to when I was coaching CrossFit group class and I had people coming in with back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I bet if I, like, I bet I can learn something that could have helped those people. And so I pretty much knew I had to do that coaching education. Um, And also at this time, I was wanting to get out of my job. I was working for a nutrition company and it was just not the schedule that I wanted. I wanted to work with less people and I wanted to go more I wanted to go deeper. And so it was kind of like, okay, if I sign up for this course, then I have to go all in and really commit to this and do this because I feel like I cannot stay where I am much longer. And that's exactly what I did. Like as soon as I dove into this education and started working on becoming an active life professional, so many light bulbs started to go off in my head. Even just learning how to do a joint-by-joint assessment on somebody, I am like, oh my gosh, like why didn't I learn this when I first started training people? It was crazy. Like things just started to make sense. And I was like, wow, like this is really going to make a huge difference. And I know that so many people need this. And yeah, so that kind of brings me to where I am today. I help people who are stuck in that gap of either 
They just got done with physical therapy, but they can't get back to their regular gym. And they're just like lost and needing guidance. They're stuck in that gap. You know, they, they're not a fit for physical therapy anymore, but they can't do what they were doing. And so they just feel stuck. And that's where I come in. I'm not trying to be your physical therapist. I'm not diagnosing you with anything. I'm thoroughly assessing where you're at with your movement. We're talking about your goals and I'm creating a truly customized program to help you get to where you want to go. Um, so that's like avatar one that I work with. And then avatar two is maybe you are someone who does CrossFit or you do the group fitness thing, but you always your back always hurts when you deadlift or it always hurts when you go overhead or I have knee pain when I run. Um, and you modify things and you scale things, but it just won't go away. And then the next type of person that I help is maybe you are somebody who is not currently exercising at all, or every time you try to exercise, you hurt yourself. Maybe you have injuries that happened years ago, but they still kind of pop up if you Uh, run over a certain distance or lift a certain amount of weight and you're just kind of stuck in this cycle of like not doing anything doing too much getting overly sore or injured so then you rest until it feels better and then you try again but then the same thing just kind of happens and you're kind of stuck in this cycle of re-injury as I call it I am able to come in assess you do some testing okay, what's a starting point that makes sense for you? Let's start there. And what do you even want to be able to do? Because everybody has different goals. Not everybody wants to lift super heavy weight. Some people just want to have more energy during the day and have strength to get up the stairs better. Or maybe you do want to get back to running. Or maybe you do want to back squat heavy. Everybody is so different. So your approach is going to look different. So I'm able to help you find your basement, as I like to call it. Where do we start? And let's progress you safely and put together a program that makes sense for you. So... That is a little bit about the types of clients that I work with, how I got into coaching in the first place. And if you've made it this far, thank you for listening. And like I said, part two is going to be a little bit more in depth in what is an active life professional and why I believe that so many people actually need to work with an ALP. And yeah, so if you are interested in more in depth, what does an ALP do? What do they learn and how are they different? Episode two is going to be for you. All right. Talk to you later.